What's up, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of the All-American Sports Podcast. Today, we got the first episode of the game plan featuring the New England Patriots coming up next on the podcast. So as I mentioned today, the first ever in a brand new episode of what I like to call a new series, uh, the game plan. And basically, I'll explain it briefly. Um, you know, I'm trying to make this a series, but you know, as the playoffs get deeper, each team, we've already heard some offseason buzz, but not a lot of official moves yet, especially the players. Um, we're still, you know, going strong in playoffs. Uh, we just predicted the wildcard games and went six for six, by the way, um, on those ones. I'm trying to toot my own horn, but basically I'm just so invested in the playoffs and everything, and obviously we'll have predictions, but with the game plan, uh, you know, I'm going to be providing brief yet, you know, detailed explanations on what basically each team should do um, to improve in the offseason. And it's, you know, not going to be every team, but basically most of the ones I've followed, you know, all season and, um, you know, not teams like the 49ers and their Chiefs, which is, you know, keep doing what they're doing. Um, you know, even teams like the Vikings, though, who obviously will probably be going through a massive overhaul this offseason, or the Ravens are a better example. And I'm obviously, you know, going to dive in deep to, you know, the team like the Houston Texans who really needs to get back on, you know, the rails. Um, today, I'm diving in deep on my favorite team, analyzing the New England Patriots um, and their current situation. Lot of a uh, lot of you know energy brewing in New England right now. The fans are getting frustrated, um, but in these episodes, I'm going to try to make them you know ten to fifteen minutes. But they're going to be packed with detail. Like I take a lot of notes for these. Um, I've had a vision for a while. I, you know, I'm going to put a lot of work into these. Um, but they're trying to you know be more brief. I'm going to you know bang these out for you guys so I can cover uh, you know a lot of teams throughout the league and you know explore some different perspectives. Um, so we'll dive right in. With the Patriots, and I have some points of emphasis just to start out here. You know, well, first of all, you know, let's look at the Patriots. I mean, this is a team that doesn't really have a clear identity. And unlike some other ones, I'm not necessarily necessarily sure that they need one. Their identity is basically just taking away other teams, you know, best strength. That's what Bill Belichick does. He finds the strength of the other team, completely neutralizes it, and lets and really sees if the other team can make adjustments throughout the game and see if his out-coaching works. Well, that style worked with Tom Brady because you had a game manager and, you know, you could really get to the end of the game in, in a close game and he could finish it out for you. But now you had a young quarterback still who we don't know if he's the franchise quarterback or not. A lot of questions surrounding the team this offseason. And Bill Belichick's coaching style is pretty much flat-out outdated. Um, I'm not, it's not to say he's not a great coach. I still think he is the best in the NFL um, because, you know, you look at this roster all around and it's not filled with a lot of superstar talent, but somehow every year they find a way to make it work. And they were just, you know, a few players shy of a uh, of playoff berth this year. Don't want to talk about that too much because that was heartbreaking to me. Um, but Basically, that is who they are as a team. The Patriots are going to play a simple game on offense. They're going to play a complex defense, throw a lot at you. So, you know, confusing for the quarterbacks. That's why they call Bill Belichick really the rookie quarterback's kryptonite. Um, But he's going to throw a lot at you. He's basically going to try to outcoach you in every single way, take away your best players, stuff like that. 
So starting off, it all starts the offense, and that has been definitely the weaker side um, for the Patriots ever since Tom Brady really left. Um, and I, I think this is the year where you find out if Mac Jones is a franchise quarterback. And that starts with hiring a new offensive coordinator. And they've already made kind of that move already. Um, it sounds like Bill O'Brien pretty much has this job. You know, he's in the front seat, at least. Um, and I think that would be the right hire. You know, he's familiar with the Patriots. Um, spent a lot of time in Alabama working his way back up after um, being the head coach of the Houston Texans during their glory years. Uh, with Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, J.J. Watt. Um, I think he'd be a great guy for the job. I like Cliff Kingsbury as well before he took the one-way ticket to Thailand. Um, but, you know, that starts with Mac Jones. We need to get him a new offense coordinator because then I feel like I know it's early and I'm getting maybe a little bit impatient with him, but it's tough. You know, Boston fans are used to winning. We're used to a guy like Tom Brady in there. And if the rookie quarterback from Alabama, a national championship winner, doesn't exactly pan out during the first three years, well, I'm sorry, but that's just the way Patriots are. Bill Belichick will not stand for that, um, and Mac Jones will be gone. But I think this is kind of a Daniel Jones-type situation we saw like last year, where it's really a prove-it year. I think the Patriots should do absolutely everything in their power to make it um, the best situation possible for Mac Jones to succeed in the offense and really reveal his true talent to figure out whether he is this team's franchise quarterback. Uh, once again, that starts with a new offensive coordinator. They've already moved Matt Patricia off of the play calling duties, which I think is a huge boost. Um, but that's not to say, you know, absolutely get rid of Patricia. I mean, this guy was the defensive coordinator in the glory years. I know that Bill Belichick, you know, his stubbornness, he doesn't really have a certified defensive coordinator. But it's really been his son has been, you know, kind of the named guy. And I think that would help, you know, with uh, Joe Judge on special teams. I like him. And then you kind of maybe throw Patricia back on defense along with Steve Belichick, Gerard Mayo. And they can kind of honestly tag team it, divvy up the play calling duties because they're all familiar with that defense. And I think Matt Patricia is better suited on that side of the ball. Uh, next, I mean, it, it all starts with the offensive line for New England. This team is built through the run, especially with their depleted wide receiver core. But I would say ex exactly what I said earlier, put Mac in a place to succeed. This is a solid offensive line uh, free agent group. You know, obviously the top, you know, cream of the crop is guys like Orlando Brown, Mike McGlinchey. And I'd be fine if we miss out on them. That's okay. I think this offensive line is honestly solid how it is. The one change I'd make and I think they're going to do this. I think they're going to move off of Isaiah Wynn. I would like to re-sign him. Um, you know, it wouldn't be the worst option. But I think we can improve this offensive line, get an upgrade there. Because practically every other position on that line is very, very solid. I think Cole Strange still has some room to grow. But right tackle really could solidify that position with a, you know, big hit free agent. Because the Patriots do have a lot of money to spend this offseason or solidify that in the draft if they miss out on, you know, a skill player um, on early on. They have the 14th overall pick. They have eight picks in seven rounds. Uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. But offensive line, the one place, and, you know, it's specific, but I'd say right tackle. I, I would move off of Isaiah Wynn and upgrade there. Uh, as far as the tight ends go, Bill Belichick uses Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry uh, a lot in the blocking game. We haven't seen Jonu Smith healthy a lot, but I think they get, these guys are too good to just be held back and be on the line all the time. 
I mean, this is the NFL. It is a revolutionary game, and Bill Belichick refuses to change with it sometimes. And I think this is an aspect of it. Hunter Henry and John Smith both need to be used more in the passing game. And I know it's hard to say because we didn't see John a lot. Henry was questionable on some balls. I'll give it to him. But he's not really scheming them open. These are two two really well-rounded tight ends. They spent big money on two years ago, and we've seen them be used as mere blockers and occasional tight end threats like the olden days. But the game has changed. We see guys like Travis Kelsey leading the NFL and you know receptions and receiving yards on a given day. And Hunter Henry and John Smith are nowhere near that, but it's held back because of their utilization. Now, maybe that's the blame on Matt Patricia. I don't know, but I think a new offensive coordinator like Bill O'Brien who has evolved along with the game and can help Bill Belichick out, put Mac Jones in a place to succeed would be huge. You can tell the common theme here already. I think a go-to wide receiver would also be nice. You know, uh, acquiring one would be huge for Mac Jones' development. Just because, you know, when we look at the league all around, it's a wide receiver-driven league. Justin Jefferson, I just talked about it, has, you know, propelled the Vikings to a great season. He's made Kirk Cousins appear as not mediocre anymore. You know, we look at the quarterbacks who've taken the leap in the last few years who are young quarterbacks. Tua, he got Tyreek Hill. Jalen Hurts, he got A.J. Brown. All in their third year, not to mention Josh Allen with Stephon Diggs. All in their third year, and I'm fine with sacrificing a guy like Damian Harris if that means we can bring in another talented wide receiver. Or, you know, even sacrificing some of our receivers now. We, you know, we have guys like Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne who are hogging up time. We don't even know about Tyquan Thornton yet. Um, I think he could be a really nice deep threat. But overall, I just this offense is stale. The play calling is predictable. And, I, you know, when you look around the league, I, I didn't even mention guys like Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow. They were helped by great receiving cores. Trevor Lawrence this year got Christian Kirk. Yes, it was a massive overpay in the time and maybe still is. But the guy had a 1,000-yard season and is now leading him into the divisional game against the Chiefs. One guy made that difference along with Zay Jones. This offense, they just found new life. And I think the Patriots need new life on offense. Um, When you look at the defensive side of the ball, I mentioned Patricia already. The front seven is a strong point. And that's something that I don't really think they should make any changes to. It's a mixed group of young and old guys, but it's a strong point. They can stop the run. Um, They can create pressure. We saw kind of a breakout year from Josh Uche, which was nice. Um, But the Belichick defenses are usually built through the secondary, and that is a major weak point. Um, I think a number one cornerback would be nice, Um, especially because I think they're probably going to miss out on a wide receiver um, with a, you know, such a depleted wide receiver class. It doesn't really make sense to go after, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster and give him big money when you can just kind of stay with in-house guys that are, you know, not really a huge upgrade. I'd rather just kind of lean back and honestly overspend on maybe a corner. I know that kind of contradicts my earlier point, but I think the Patriots have a better shot at getting Mac Jones a you know go-to wide receiver through the draft with that 14th overall pick. When I look at the defense and the cornerback situation, Jonathan Jones is a major, major point that the Patriots need to re-sign. Cannot restate that enough. They need to re-sign him. Jack Jones really blossomed, and he was a pleasant surprise coming in as a late-round rookie. I think he showed flashes of stardom um, and could really pair well with Jonathan Jones. 
Same thing with Ma Marcus Jones, too. Another guy who shined even on offense and defense. Um, he's a nice guy. Miles Bryant, another free agent. But all those guys are question marks. We don't know about their futures with the team. You can't rely on Marcus and Jack Jones to be your starting quarters next corners next year. Just because they're so young, they're rookies. They need time to develop and learn from the veterans. Jonathan Jones and Miles Bryant, two free agents. We don't know where they're going to go. I think it'd be nice to just lock up a star cornerback. This class is deep. You got guys like James Bradbury, Cam Sutton, I think is very underrated. And I'm probably leaving some guys out. Um, I'll talk about their targets in a second. But also, a playmaking middle linebacker would be a huge improvement in this team. It seems like everywhere around the Patriots, they have depth. They have solid guys. But they're lacking that upper echelon talent that really pushes them over the top. They're in a good division. And with three really, really successful teams who are trending upwards, the Patriots need to acquire superstar talent but also maintain their depth and their identity with Bill Belichick. Um, I, I, you know, the, the calls to fire Belichick and make huge changes are crazy to me because I think this team is a really solid base. And with some money to spend, some draft capital, I think this is a good opportunity to acquire that superstar talent that the offense and defense are both really lacking. Um, you know, now going into the specific targets, um, obviously Devin McCourty, um, on the free safety side, is as good as gone. I mean, thank you for your service, McCordy, but he's approaching 36 years old. And for a free safety, he just can't run like he used to. So that is a guy we have to replace. Uh, when I look at who we have to re-sign in the offseason, Jonathan Jones is the number one priority to me. Um, he has to be re-signed. Number two, Jacoby Myers. Two just guys on the outside with, with you know, Bright futures and amazing young talent. Um, you know, they are the basis of this team on the outside, but they're great number two options, in my opinion. I don't think Jonathan Jones is an excellent cornerback one. I don't think Jacoby Myers is a really solidified wide receiver one in this league. Um, so I, it'd be nice to get some more, you know, skill position players on the outside on offense and defense. Jabril Peppers, uh, I thought he had a great year. And he would be a nice, you know, fill-in guy to at least split time or share the duties of replacing Devin McCourty because it's hard to do that with just one guy. Um, Raekwon McMillan, well, these are kind of the smaller re-signings, but guys who I think they should re-sign in the offseason. Raekwon McMillan, a solid middle linebacker who can provide depth. Uh, Miles Bryant, talked about him. Uh, cornerback, very fast, good slot guy with a bright future. Mac Wilson, Right like Raekwon McMillan made plays, the middle linebacker showed his, you know, kind of coverage skills a lot. Um, and then I, Joe Juan Williams, I think a cornerback with good potential. The Patriots picked him high. It's time for him to really show what he could do. He has, you know, unusual length for a cornerback, but that could prove to be, you know, some big upside. Um, and then Isaiah Wynn, an offensive tackle, who I already talked about. And that's really, you know, a last-ditch effort. I don't I, I kind of put him at the bottom, even though he is better than some of those guys, just because I feel like we can find an upgrade there. Uh, but the targets for me, I think drafting wide receiver is a priority. It's a weak free agency class. And if you want to go out and get a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, that's fine. But that's only going to serve you so well with his age um, in that small window to really be a top-tier wide receiver. I think they have a better shot in the draft. Going to the guy like Jackson Smith and Jigba, 
the the you know hit rate on Ohio State wide receivers has been off the charts recently. And I really think this is the year where Belichick and maybe even Kraft can overpower him with the general manager duties and actually draft a wide receiver and not be so stubborn uh, for Bill Belichick. Uh, I think the offensive tackle class is solid. Um, a guy like Mike McGlinchey would be a massive upgrade. But when I really have boiled down, I, I think the main targets on this team are the cornerback position. I like James Bradbury and Jamel Dean um, as, a, as replacement corners uh, if you lose Jonathan Jones. But if you re-sign him, which I think they should given their cap space, they're very, very solid uh, number one cornerbacks who can kind of neutralize the team's number one wide receiver. Uh, I think a middle linebacker would be nice. I look at guys like Devin Bush, Jermaine Pratt, Bobby Okarike. This is a very strong middle linebacker class. You get a playmaker there who can do a lot of things, help out in coverage, um, help out you know stopping the run. A lot of your problems are solved on defense, and you really just get these athletes in the middle of the field who can move around and you know help out with everything. Um, offensive tackle, not my priority here. My third priority is drafting a wide receiver. I talked about it. You know, you can maybe find a guy like Brandon Cooks or DeAndre Hopkins in the trade market. I think they're better suited searching for young talent who can fit along that timeline and grow with Mac Jones um, and, you know, give him a shot to be a franchise quarterback in this league. So that was about 17 minutes, a little longer than I thought. But you know what? The Patriots are my favorite team. I could talk about them all day long. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed, though, this episode of The Game Plan. Stay tuned for more. And I will see you next time. Peace.